So it's that time of year again. It's time for setting goals for the year ahead. And let me guess, you're keeping your goals smart, right? In this episode, I'm going to explore why that might not actually be the best idea. So stay tuned. Hey everyone, welcome to Global Ed Leaders, a podcast about education across countries and cultures. I'm Shane Leanin, and in this show, I get to know inspiring teachers and leaders from around the world. And every other week, I do a solo episode where I share practical insights to help you grow and develop as an international school leader. And that's what today's episode is. If you get value from this show, I'd love to hear from you. So please reach out. I'm really active on LinkedIn and Twitter. You can find me using the handle at Shane or using the links in the show notes. Okay, so today I wanted to chat about goal setting. So some of you have returned to school, others are returning to school soon. And very soon as teachers and leaders, we're going to be asked to set goals for ourselves, professional learning goals or development goals or accountability goals that we have to meet for the year ahead. So when you're thinking about setting goals for the year, what structure do you use? The advice is usually to set SMART targets. You've heard the acronym, right? If you haven't, this is briefly what it is. So SMART is specific, measurable, achievable, relevant, time-bound. It's an acronym, right? It's one of the most popular acronyms for setting targets, and it's pretty good. Let me break it down. So specific, that your goals are clearly defined and they focus on concrete tasks or objectives measurable in that it's quantifiable. You can easily track and you can assess how you get on. Achievable in that they're realistic. They're attainable within the given resources that you've got. They're relevant. Are they aligned with broader educational objectives and curriculum standards or individual needs? And they're time-bound. So they're set within a specific time frame, which adds a bit of urgency and focus. The thing is that some argue that something is really missing and problematic with these goals. In fact, there's a number of studies that show goal setting to be problematic in general, and I'm going to link to one of those studies in the show notes. But as a general, smart targets are not always seen as the best. There's a few few reasons for this. One, it can sometimes be argued that the fifth one, which is being time-bound, is sometimes not really appropriate. Not every action has a very specific timing attached to it. And that can make it really difficult and make it almost a bit arbitrary. But one of the big areas that's leveled against smart targets is they're not connected to any sense of emotional connection. You're not necessarily having to be emotionally invested in the target. And yet we know that things we emotionally care about are things we're likely to pursue even harder. So there's another framework which I think can work particularly well, and they're called PEERS goals, P-E-E-R-S. These were a set of goals actually developed for instructional coaching by the godfather of instructional coaching, Jim Knight. So they're usually used to aid in classroom setting individual next steps and targets for teachers um, within kind of a six-week cycle, so quite short-term objectives. But I think these principles can actually be really useful in setting our year-long objectives because the principles behind them remain really effective. So let me go through each of those letters 
explain the acronym and maybe explain a little bit more about why I think they're slightly better than SMART goals. So PEERS, P-E-E-R-S. The first one is P, powerful. That means that PEERS goals start with a really strong focus on making a real difference on students' lives. A powerful goal, right? It really aligns well with the fundamental purpose of what we do in education and really can resonate with teachers' natural intrinsic motivation to support their students. In comparison, when you're thinking about SMART goals, while they might be clear and measurable, it's not necessarily got that explicit focus on impact, which is what we're about. So a powerful goal is one that you think is going to make a real difference on students' lives. Secondly, and this one's a little bit surprising in the word in the E out of peers stands for easy. Now that might shock you, right? But what we're talking about here is emphasizing attainability and we're emphasizing practicality. This consideration really helps us to avoid goals that are unrealistic and make sure that we can implement them without too much excessive burden. Is is it actually, it's kind of linked to that achievable part, right? But the prioritization of ease of implementation might lead to a bit more clear and effective goal setting, whereas SMART goals, the focus might be a bit heavier, lean towards specificity or measurability rather than actually feasibility. Third, the next E is for emotionally compelling. You know, the emotionally resonant aspect of the peers' goals can really foster greater investment and commitment from the teachers. In fact, I think this is probably the most important part of the peers framework. By connecting to our emotions, the peers goal really drive our motivation and sustained effort in a way that the more analytical smart goals might not. And you know, there's actually been some good research that has explored how extrinsic goal setting might conflict with intrinsic motivation. Actually, in his book, Drive, Daniel Pink discussed how overemphasis on an extrinsic goal sometimes undermines our intrinsic motivation, which is really crucial for that creativity and long-term engagement. By a goal being emotionally compelling, it's hopefully appealing to that intrinsic motivation that drives us. So that's P-E-E. Then we've got R, that's reachable. So peers' goals really stress the importance of a goal that builds hope, and encompasses agency and a pathway. So we know where where we're going. This emphasizes not only the importance of attainable goals or achievable like SMART, but also the necessity of really believing in the ability to achieve them and having a clear path to success. So this alignment with that psychological component of goal achievement really offers a more holistic approach compared to that practical focus of SMART goals. And finally, the S is for student focus, which is, of course, very relevant to us as educators and can work really well as a long goal. All of our goals should be thinking about how they impact the students in the end. By centering the goal around student outcome, peers' goals encourage teachers and leaders to assess the actual impact of their actions. And I say leaders because sometimes leaders can get lost in the administration and all of their goals can be all about what do teachers do, what do admin do, what do this, this and that, and not actually about, about student impact. And this is a critical aspect that distinguishes peers 
from SMART goals, where the latter might lead to teacher-centric goals that lose sight of the ultimate objective, which is student success. So peers, powerful, easy, emotionally compelling, reachable, and student-focused. So how about you? What does your goal-setting process look like in your school? It'd be really good now to take a moment to step back as a leader and reflect on those goal-setting procedures in your school. And specifically, I'd challenge you to check, is your goal-setting procedure helping teachers and staff to set emotionally compelling goals, that third part of the peers framework? I think that's the biggest takeaway from this framework. But also, is it powerful? Is it easy? Is it reachable? And does it have student focus? What could you do next? Start a conversation with your team. It doesn't mean you have to implement peers as a total. Maybe you just take your current objective setting and add one component in. That's going to still enhance that process and make it more useful. What I hope is that you can go away after today's episode with a renewed sense of, okay, we can make this objective setting work for everyone in our school. And lastly, I just remind you to make sure throughout the year you've got time to review those goals. Whatever goals you set, make sure there's time baked in the schedule to constantly review and check how are we doing against our goals. If you found value in this episode, please do reach out to me and let me know. I'm active on Twitter and LinkedIn. You can find me on Twitter using the handle at leaningshane. And I've also popped the links in the show notes. Global Ed Leaders is hosted and produced by me, Shane Leaning, and original music by Guillermo Silva. Again, if you like the show, send me a comment. I'd love to hear from you. Until then, I'll see you next time.